Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hunger for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. <laughs> this is Hawaii News Now Sunrise at 5. Running for president, former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley announces that she is challenging her former boss, Donald Trump, for the Republican ticket in 2024. What her message is to voters. Fresh data out this morning on inflation. Howard Dykus is standing by to break down the latest consumer price report, what it means for your money. Cheaper flights to and from Molokai. That's the goal of a bill moving through the state legislature. How a proposed pilot program aims to make air travel more affordable. Plus, it is Valentine's Day. Hope you didn't forget. Casey Cupid Lund is going to tell us <laughs> what you can expect to pay if you're planning to pick up roses for your significant other. It's a lot. Also, just want to remind our viewers that we are now going to be on K5 throughout the entire morning. So that is 4.30 through 9 a.m. That's right. You can't get rid of us. Nope. Nope. You're <laughs> nope. stuck. We're right here. Forever. <laughs> In your face. Uh -uh. All right. Let's get our uh, check of uh, first alert weather and traffic. I thought uh, that Steve was just going to say it's a bad inflation report. Howard's ready to break down. <laughs> yeah. Hang in there, Howard. Hang in there. Yeah, yeah you got to stick with us. You yeah, know? man. All right, we got a that. couple of first alerts to talk about. Looks like we're in for some windy, wet weather with flood potential. Oh. It, it, yeah, in fact, the National Weather Service has posted something called a hydrologic outlook. That means they're pretty confident there's going to be a lot of rain starting on Thursday. Actually, we're thinking that the flood potential starts tomorrow night. There's going to be a lot of rain out there for some areas. We can't exactly say who's going to get what when. But safe to say that if you live in a flood-prone area, you should take precautions now. A couple of other things to note. Gusty winds expected tonight over Koi and Oahu. 20 to 30 miles an hour. That could lead to some spotty power outages tonight. High surf advisory for East Shores and box jellyfish will be swimming in today. So where's all the rain coming from? It's going to come from this disturbance. It's going to dive down into the state and bring increasing clouds, showers. Also going to bring in some uh, corner winds, some breezy corner winds starting uh, late Thursday, some, sometime on Thursday. Now this morning we do have some spotty downpours coming in, especially wet along the Hana Highway. Coming up a little bit later, we'll go island by island to see who's getting what in terms of rainfall this uh, uh, Tuesday morning. Now let's see what's going on out on the roads. There are some wet roads, yeah, Lacey? There are some slick road conditions out there, Guy. Looking through our traffic cameras, especially noticing out some parts of the windward Oahu, and then also as you head through town, look here in Kalihi along the H1 at Vineyard. No heavy ponding, but definitely get those windshield wipers ready. For now, as we take a look at the flow map, things are looking pretty green. Major routes moving lightly, heading toward down downtown Honolulu. That includes out toward the west as we take you through Nanakuli along Farrington. Smooth sailing you, getting you right past Honokaihale and Ko'olina, getting you onto the H1 freeway wide open as you approach the H1 H2 merge. In addition to that, the zipper lane that is already open from Waikele and our alternate routes are also moving smoothly. Farrington, Kamehameha, Muanalua Road. So for now, a nice start to our morning commute. I'll have a look at your updated drive times coming up next. For now, Stephen Grace, back over to you. Uh, thanks, Lacey. Thanks, Guy. New this morning, there is a new contender in the race for president, Nikki Haley, the former governor of South Carolina and U.N. ambassador. She is now the first major candidate to officially challenge Donald Trump for the Republican nomination in 2024. Republicans have lost the popular vote in seven out of the last eight presidential elections. That has to change. Joe Biden's record is abysmal. 
but that shouldn't come as a surprise. The Washington establishment has failed us over and over and over again. Haley, who is 51 years old, says that she is calling for a new generation of leadership. Former President Trump is 76. President Biden, who has not officially announced his decision on re-election, is 80. Haley is the first of several Republicans who are expected to join the presidential race, including former Vice President Mike Pence and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Happening today, Kaika Anderson, who is Governor Green's pick to lead the Department of Hawaiian Homelands, has his confirmation hearing before the state Senate. The hearing, which is essentially a public job interview for Anderson, could get contentious. DHHL is under intense pressure to spend $600 million in funding to reduce its wait list of 28,000 people seeking homes. Today's hearing begins at 1 p.m. in Conference Room 16. It'll also be live-streamed on the Senate's YouTube page. A bill in the state legislature is trying to lower plane ticket prices for Molokai residents. It was introduced by Molokai Senator Linda Coit, and it proposes using $1 million in state money to fund an airline subsidy program. The goal is to encourage more airlines to fly to Molokai, lowering the airfare. Right now, Mokulele is the only passenger airline for Molokai, and round-trip tickets can cost up to $120. Mystery continues to swirl around the high-flying objects shot down by the U.S. military. Senators are scheduled to be briefed today about it. Marie Jackson is in Washington with more. After shooting down a series of high-flying objects, the Biden administration is under fire for a lack of transparency. We were able to determine that China has a high-altitude balloon program for intelligence collection that's connected to the People's Liberation Army. In addition to the Chinese spy balloon shot down over a week ago, the administration took down three other unidentified objects over Lake Huron, Alaska and Canada just this past weekend. Defense officials say the objects were not sending signals, did not pose a threat to people on the ground, but did present a risk to civil aviation. We've acted out of an abundance of caution to protect the secure, uh, our security and interest. The military is working with other federal agencies to determine what the objects are, where they came from, and if they're connected. Officials say they are finding more objects partly because they're taking a closer look. Better scrutiny of our airspace, um, also the uh, adjusting of the radar um, sensitivities, which means we're seeing more things than we um, would normally see. The Biden administration faces scrutiny over its response. President Biden owes the American people some answers. What are we shooting down? Where did they come from? Congress is going to conduct a careful bipartisan examination at these various incidents. Lawmakers will also look into why U.S. officials did not find these objects sooner as crews continue to search for debris and answers. And the Biden administration announced a new interagency team dedicated to studying the flying objects and future policy related to them. In Washington, Bree Jackson, NBC News. All right, 507, a new inflation report is out today, and it's bad. Good morning, Howard. Good morning. The Consumer Price Index rose 0.5 from December to January, producing an annualized inflation rate of 6.4%. That is two points worse than the consensus expectation. CPI was 5.6%, even if you don't count energy and food. You can still say inflation cooled, but it didn't cool as much as hoped. The Fed was already planning more interest rate hikes, even before this bad news. 
The Hawaii Tourism Authority last night issued two requests for proposals that would divide its traditional tourism marketing contract into one for marketing and one for destination management. The latter would do visitor education, encouraging safe, respectful, mindful travel. But even the marketing contract would seek to funnel more of the tourism dollar to local businesses. Interested parties need to reach out by March 1st. The timeline is speedier than some people had expected. Japanese arrivals fell back below 1,000 yesterday as the yen weakened afresh, trading at 132 to the dollar. The bigger the number, the worse for local tourism. It has strengthened on reports that Kazuo Ueda would chair the Japanese Central Bank. Then Ueda said he supported current Bank of Japan monetary policy, and the yen went right back where it was. New today from Tokyo, the Japanese economy grew only six-tenths annualized in the last quarter. That is a third of what economists had expected. On Wall Street this morning, the Dow fell a couple hundred points when the CPI report first came out. It has now turned green, Oof. and at the moment, we're up between 10 and 20 points. Just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Harvey. All right, well, get ready for some shocking news on this Valentine's Day. The average price for a dozen roses in Hawaii is more than $100. That is the highest in the country. Casey Lynn is live this morning at Watanabe yeah. Floral with what prices people should expect. And uh, you got any ideas there, Casey? Like the shirt, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, what do you guys think? This is my uh, once a once a year. You think so? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yes, as you mentioned, thank you. It's very loud. This is really the only day I can wear it. Uh, but hey, you know those uh, those rose prices are are not just here at Watanabe Floral. Uh, they do everything they can to keep things as affordable as possible. But yeah, Hawaii, that national average uh, from Financial Buzz is 108.33. Uh, that's pretty crazy. 35 percent more than the rest of the nation. The national average around 80 bucks. But that's living in Hawaii, right? The good thing about living in Hawaii, there's a lot of other options to choose from when it comes to floral arrangements. And we're going to show you some of those. But we also want to show you all these hardworking folks at Watanabe Floral. They're here early because the store's opening early, of course. Uh, 7 a.m. today, I believe. And uh, good morning, friends, and happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> They're busy working. We'll leave them alone. And we'll talk to this other hardworking guy, Monty Barrera, uh, from Watanabe Floral. And this is a cool place to be. They're all getting ready for their deliveries, Monty. And you guys will have red roses on the day of, though, but deliveries, you guys are booked. Yeah, all pre-orders are sold out already, whether it be for uh, delivery. We're doing over 700 today or pickup. But there's plenty of roses in the building. So you just have to walk in from 7 to 7. We'll definitely have some available for you. Yeah, and, and if you don't want to buy roses, of course, there are other options. We're going to show some of those this morning. But I, I mean, that's this is the big ticket item, of course, that everybody right. wants. And I'm always fascinated, Montino. Uh, they are a little bit more pricey. And, and that's because they take a long journey to get here. Where do most of uh, the red roses come from that, that we even get here in Hawaii? Almost all the roses in the country and definitely all the roses in Hawaii come from South America, predominantly either Colombia or Ecuador. So the cost goes up mainly not only because of the supply and demand, Man. But it also, they require flying in airlines, 747s from all over the world just to get it out of the country to meet the demand that's necessary. So, yes, it is a little bit more pricey at Valentine's Day, but there are tons of options here that are not roses that you can get for everyone. Yeah, you should see the uh, storefront uh, that Monty and the team have uh, curated for Valentine's Day. It's a pretty visual. So we take you in there, uh, show you some other options for Valentine's Day. And, and you know, it's not just about having somebody uh, in your life that's special, someone you can have uh, 
you know, people like Stephen Grace as your Valentines, co-workers, Aww. friends. Yeah. We'll expect our presence <laughs> at any moment, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> we'll Getting into that. the spirit. Right. You are the sweetest of Yes, sweet you are. All right. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Thanks, Day. Yep. And wait, we're celebrating Happy Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. It is our sweetest sweethearts mm. contest, and our fifth winning couple is... These Lona guys <laughs> and John Neal, yeah. not us. They're celebrating their 38th wedding anniversary today. There they are. Mona says that they still finish each other's sentences. Oh yes, <laughs> and are still in tune with each other, whether it's good or bad. Most of all, they're still sweethearts in love. So they win a Big Island Candies uh, Valentine's Day gift bag. Just head to our Hawaii News Now Facebook page to nominate a couple, or tell us about your own special someone, and you can win some amazing prizes. It's an entire museum dedicated to one decadent item. Chocolate. That is right. It's all about the delicious dessert. We're going to tell you where it is. And we're pretty sure that the entire Sunrise crew could get on board with this idea right here. How one lawmaker is proposing that the Monday after the Super Bowl should be a holiday. <laughs> right? Come on. <laughs> Pizza. Pizza? Pizza! Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. Now, first alert weather with Guy Hug. We're in for another long stretch of wet weather. In fact, we're expecting maybe some thunderstorms, which could lead to flooding starting tomorrow night and probably lingering through Saturday. So get ready for all that. Let's go island by island right now to see what the disturbance is pushing in. We do have some spotty downpours here and there. Not a lot of widespread rain. And notice the rain, the rain is truly spotty. Now, notice over on Hawaii Island, not much going on right now, but uh, they'll likely get the rain in on sometime on Thursday. For Maui, they're getting uh, swamped right now. Along the Hana Highway, a line of heavy rainfall coming in, stretching all the way out towards Kapalua. South side, however, remains rather dry, and you can see all that rain. And that could lead to a flood advisory later this morning. Just a few spotty showers here on Oahu and on Kauai. And those winds will be getting stronger, especially on Kauai and Oahu tonight. Get ready. It's going to be a very windy night for the west end of the state. Lacey's got your traffic out there, guys. As we take a look over in Halava along Moanalua Freeway, so far things are moving lightly, but as we can see in our traffic camera, it's going to be a little wet, and that continues all the way into town, even those windward routes, so just an early heads up before you head out the door, get the windshield wipers ready. Things are looking green on the flow map as we take you into Halava, past the Middle Street merge in Kalihi. We have a good pace. Same goes for the windward routes. So we updated the drive times as you're heading into downtown, about 30 minutes out of Mililani, a 30-minute drive out of Makakilo and a light 20 minutes from East Honolulu and Hawaii Kai. Coming up next, we'll take a look at the windward routes and an early heads up for drivers on some road work that's going to impact your town bound drive. I'll have the details in just a few minutes. For now, Stephen Grace, back over to you. Thanks, Lacey. Thanks, Guy. If you're looking for something new and sweet, there's a museum in Switzerland that you may want to consider. It's dedicated entirely to chocolate. Wendy Gillette has more on this. Quinn as well. Humera Shabir, who traveled from England, recently loaded up on truffles at the new Lindt home of chocolate just south of Zurich. It's been amazing getting to taste the chocolate at every point. So yeah, it has been lovely. The museum entrance features the largest chocolate fountain in the world, about 30 feet tall, circulating more than 3,300 pounds of chocolate. 
Although it looks decadent, there's no taste testing here, but there are opportunities to sample spoonfuls of liquid white, dark, and milk chocolate. Chocolate squares and the all-you-can-grab truffle room. Other areas feature a crash course in chocolate history. The museum covers the 5,000-year-old history of chocolate. That's, of course, a very long time. Some highlights are, of course, um, you learn why Switzerland is a chocolate country. You can taste a lot of chocolate, and uh, you can also see chocolate in the making. In a Willy Wonka-esque moment, a door swings open, revealing a lab where visitors can make their own chocolate bars. And if you still want more treats, the museum also has the biggest Lindt chocolate store in the world. Chocolate imports are big business in the U.S., which brings in more chocolate than any other country. The Department of Agriculture reports imports of cocoa and chocolate products top $5 billion a year. Switzerland exported over 430 million pounds of chocolate in 2021. And the U.S. gobbled up more than $80 billion of that chocolate. Wendy Gillette, CBS News, Kilchberg, Switzerland. 518, it's Tuesday on Sunrise on KGMB and KHNL and HawaiiNewsNow.com. Still ahead, today's biz ranges from cardiatric to Cardi B. Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha.